You're listening to The Breakaway Breakdown, a bi-weekly podcast featuring breakaway roping's top talents from the professional level down to the amateurs, news, and more. We're going to be covering the fastest sport on dirt. I'm your host, Caitlin Gustav. This episode is brought to you by Equinity. Stay tuned for the commercial break to learn more. Welcome, all breakaway ropers, even if you're not a breakaway roper, welcome to the Breakaway Breakdown Podcast. I am your host, Caitlin Gustav, and today I am introducing you guys, and we are listening to an episode with Bailey Gubert. The, you know, the first off reason we called Bailey was because she won the Sandhill Stock Show and Rodeo Breakaway Roping in Odessa, Texas. She was 1.8 seconds, and that paid $5,170. Man, she shot it out there in Odessa. So Bailey's on the podcast. We're talking about Odessa and we're talking about what she's working on within her roping, which she accomplished in Odessa. She's currently 19 years old. She's going to college. She's a freshman in college and she works day in and day out on her breakaway roping. And when she's not breakaway roping, she's probably in school or she's working on her team roping. She is a team roper as well. So she's a fourth generation breakaway roper and you're going to get to learn all about her coming right up on this episode. So enjoy. Hey Bailey, welcome to the breakaway roping podcast, the breakaway breakdown. I am so excited you're joining me today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks. Well, uh, Bailey, let's start off this podcast. Just kind of tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, how old you are, where you're from, you know, a little bit of background details. I'm 19 years old. I'm mm-hmm. a freshman in college. Um, I'm a fourth generation breakaway roper. And I mean, I go to Wharton County Junior College. That's where I go. I'm about 20 minutes from there. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Now you say you're a fourth generation breakaway roper. Kind of, yes. I mean, that is awesome. Kind of elaborate on that. You know, who, who were the breakaway ropers that you followed in your family? Okay. So the one that I know personally is my grandma. Mm-hmm. She is the four time uh, national college champion, all around champion. Okay. Yes, and then my mom also breakaway, but not as serious. Uh huh. <laughs> and then there's me, but I didn't know my great great grandma, but she breakaway. But my great, I mean my grandma, she is a fourth again the college champion, and mm-hmm. she did all the events. And you know, I'm, I feel like I have worked kind of like how she is, more serious about it. Uh huh. Um, going for what she's really going for which was a gold buckle so man and how you know knowing that knowing that your grandma was a very active breakaway roper I mean breakaway roping has definitely definitely evolved since I'm sure she was college rodeoing and winning those titles you know what are the conversations like with with your mom and your grandma about breakaway roping and and the the changes Oh, it's it's amazing how far it has evolved from just, you know, after college, you know, there was no more breakaway or anything like that mm-hmm. that counted this, this serious now, this big. And, 
you know, having the NFR and all this, um, you know, it's, she's like, it's a great opportunity just to even go past college and make a career out of it. Mm-hmm. And that it's amazing to even, you know, get to see me have this kind of opportunity as a young teenager mm-hmm. going and having this chance and I mean, right out of high school and going to basically follow my dreams. Uh-huh. So we always talk about that, how great the opportunity is. Yeah, it's it's still, you know, we talk about it all the time, but it still is just mind-blowing where, where it's headed and where, you know, just in the past two or three years, how big it's grown. For sure. It's it's amazing opportunity for us. Yeah, definitely. And so, Bailey, is this your rookie year pro rodeoing? No, ma'am. Last year was my rookie year. This is will be my second year. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Well, and you are currently, I have the standings pulled up, which I know it's obviously early uh, in the yes. season, but you're sitting seventh with over 5,001. Which yes, a big chunk of that came from you winning the Sandhill Stock Show and Rodeo in Odessa, Texas. Um, yes, man, talk about that run. 1.8 second run. <laughs> That's oh, cool. It felt great. <laughs> it felt great. Oh, yeah. Do you even know um, how it felt? I mean, that was so fast. You could barely blink. <laughs> it was. I just, you know, you just like, oh, my gosh. It went on. And, you know, it's that fast. You know, it was great. Uh-huh. It was a great feeling. Man, kind of break down that run. Did you know your calf? You know, how was the setup? Break down that whole situation for me. Okay. So the start was pretty fast. You Mm -hmm. didn't really have to see very much. And it was his first run. I had no idea what he was going to do. So I was 28th out in the slack. And I was just trying to go for, you know, what an average calf would be. Mm -hmm. Hoping that he would be, you know, somewhere between that. And I pinged the barrier, seeing that, just, just let him take a big old step. And, man, he was great calf, great calf. Horse got me there, and he just stopped really good. Yeah. that Man, that is that is so cool. I mean, I love, I love how fast you were. The next time winning second was a two flat, so you had a pretty good jump on him right there. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> now, talk about that horse you were riding there. Okay, his name is Taco. Mm-hmm. Um, he's eight years old, and I've only had him for less than a year. Okay. And he's basically turned into, like, Old Faithful. It's crazy. He's so easy to ride and just a great horse for me to even be able to go ride and win on. Mm-hmm. He's a winner. Yeah, so how you say you've had him less than a year, kind of, was it a hard transition? I mean, obviously you bought him for a reason. You must have liked yeah. something. It, you fit him. Um, right. What was that transition getting with him and getting to, you know, be successful on him in, you know, less than a year, be confident? Right. So I was, I had an old bay horse before I had stepped on him, and mm-hmm. they're polar opposites. Oh, geez. It's, yeah, um, she she didn't stop the hardest, but man, could she get across the line. Mm-hmm. And, you know, him being him, he can really get across the line, but he stops really hard. Mm-hmm. So it took me a few times to finally, you know, it took a little while to get with him. But, oh, once I did, it has been great. <laughs> Just clicked. Yeah, man, that is cool. That's, that's fun, especially like you said, having a 
riding a horse completely opposite from what you have now. Um, yes. What did, did you have to change anything within your riding, your roping to fit taco uh, style? Yes. Um, I had, so my old horse, she would really run with her head up in the air and I mm -hmm. never realized until I got on this other horse, how high my hand was. Uh huh. And I had to learn to put my hand down on his neck, which doesn't even seem like a problem, but <laughs> she, it, they're just completely different. And I really had to learn to sit down and on her, you could like lean out and reach out and she wouldn't care. But if I did that on this horse, I would probably come off. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> but he's, uh, the transition has, I would say has been kind of easy mm -hmm. changing, but he's been really fun to ride. That's cool. cool. That makes it fun. You know, you're not fighting with a horse. You're, you're, right. you're just focusing on your job. For sure. Yeah, yes. that definitely makes it a lot easier. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, well, um, and like you said, you're going to school. Um, what? Yes. Balancing school and pro rodeoing. How, so, how are you doing it? So, I only go to school two days a week mm -hmm. um, for about three hours. The other classes are online, mm -hmm. and I really have to, like, whenever some, you know, how some perfs and slacks are during the week, I really have to make sure to not pick in the those the Tuesdays or Thursdays and, and try to get those lined out or trade if I have to. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, really, my dad helps me. He drives me everywhere so I can do schoolwork on the computer mm -hmm. or anything. So it's really not horrible to balance. Gotcha. But it helps a lot when somebody's driving you <laughs> and helping you out. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, man. Man, and what are you going to school for? Do you have your major set? or? Um, it's pretty loosely ag business, really broad. That way mm -hmm. I can narrow it down if I wanted to, or if not, I'll have a good business degree. Gotcha. What are you, are you hoping to do anything with it later in life or just kind of, you know, have it? have it with you in case you need it so my dad has his own business mm -hmm. right and he had sold it and then so he's gonna he's gonna start up a business for me and my brother mm -hmm. and we're most likely gonna run it together gotcha gotcha that'll be awesome you know that's yes. that's exciting that you kind of have it planned out ahead of time um you kind of know Definitely. know where you're gonna be going in the next few years yes for sure Gotcha. So does your, you know, I know you said your mom ropes. Does your dad rope, your brother, you know, how's the, does the family rodeo at all? So I'm the only one rodeoing right now. Mm -hmm. My dad, he did everything. He headed, he steer dog, and he calf roped. Mm -hmm. And he was really, really good, but he decided that he would rather go to college and get a good degree and start making his own money versus rodeoing. <laughs> yeah. That was a smarter choice. <laughs> so he quit rodeoing, but he helps me with the dummy and everything. Mm -hmm. And then my brother, he's more, he likes to like weld and do stuff like that. And okay. every so often he'll get on a horse, but that's not his thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, shoot, it's hard. It's, that's what I always laugh. My sister and I, we're, you know, obviously born and raised the same, but we're complete opposites. You know, she doesn't exactly. ride or anything, and I'm <laughs> I'm all about the roping and riding. 
Oh yeah, it's same here. Same yeah. Here. <laughs> no, it's funny. I love I love the diversity that families have. <laughs> yes. Man. Okay. Well, you know, growing up, who did you kind of look up to, or who do you look up to now, as a breakaway roper? Um, for me, because I team rope and breakaway. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Larry Gonzalez has helped me bring my rope in to where it is now. Heck, mm-hmm. I mean, I go over to his house, like, I'll stay at his house for weeks, and he just laughs. But <laughs> I met him uh, when I was, I'll say, 13, so it's been six years. Mm-hmm. Six years, yeah. So he came to my house, and some friends of ours was like, here, you know, let's do a clinic, you know, see, you know, see if it can help y'all's team rope and break away. And, and mm-hmm. See if it will help you at all. And so there's, I don't know, maybe about six of us. We were a little bitty, little punks. <laughs> <laughs> and, man, we were all there working, doing. And I tell you what, by the end of the day, everybody else had quit. And it was just me and him. I went, He just kept asking me, are you done? Are you done? I'm like, no, no, I want to keep roping. And it's like, yeah. okay. So fast forward now, I mean, it's... Me and him all day, you know, roping, riding, training, doing, and mm-hmm. he's, my, I look up to him so much. He is, oh, he's so talented, a great person to be around. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a, that definitely makes it a lot better, too. For trying, sure. You know, trying to learn and get that step up within your roping. That's cool. Yes. That is cool. Now you said, obviously, you said you team rope. Uh, are you heading yes, or healing? What's your, what's your um, go-to? So I head more than I heal, but I'm starting to heal. But uh, mm-hmm. I've definitely head a lot more than I heal. Gotcha. Yes, now, the swings. Does it ever? Do you ever get your swings mixed up with the break while you're opening? You know, how do you, how do you fix your swing or know that muscle memory? I guess. It's, it really is the muscle memory because I rope the dummy so much mm-hmm. that it just, it almost comes naturally because you practice it so much that, yeah. you know, when that steers over there, I go and I'm like looking where I need to be and have my angles right. And then the breakaway, you come over here, you're like, okay, you know, these are my angles for this and mm-hmm. you can't change it or it's not going to work. <laughs> so I really have to be on that, on my dummies and prepared for whatever I'm going to do. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, what does a a daily or a weekly practice look like for you? Okay. So Mondays start, I'll go to Larry's. Uh-huh. I'll rope all day. Team rope, breakaway, heel, a little bit tie down. Gotcha. Then Tuesdays, school, all homework, all school. And then I'll rope here at my house. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesdays, I'll, again, go to Larry's and do the same thing, rope all day, all day. And then Thursdays, I have school, and same thing, I'll do homework and rope the dummies. Uh, If there's a jackpot to go to, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. And then the weekends, you know, normally there's, again, a pro rodeo or a jackpot or anything like that, and Mm -hmm. I'll go and work horses and go try to better myself for the big rodeos and keep my horses tuned. Yeah. So pretty much every day you're roping. Oh yeah. Every day. Good. I like that. I mean, what's that, what's that saying? You know, 
someone else is out there doing it or getting better, you know. Yes. You better be working not. at it every yes. day. Yes. And, yes. and you mentioned tie down. Are you going for the WPRA all around? Uh, Are you going to enter? I might. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slowly, I'm, I'm thinking about it. And yeah. Were, both my horses are tie-down horses. Taco is an amazing tie-down horse. And he'd probably be great if I, I'm starting to tie the dummy and starting to slowly, like, try to figure it out. Mm -hmm. I told myself every year we go to the WPRA finals, I'm like, I need to do this. Yeah. I need to do this. You know, I, I know I can flank a calf and step off a horse. I've done the ribbons. I've done it. And I just was like, you know what? I'm going to really start practicing this, start tying, and see if I can, if I feel like I can really do this. So, you know, I think I might. Yeah, that would be <laughs> so cool. A good chance. That's going to be so that. cool if you do. Because there's, yeah. you know, there's only a handful of the girls that do it anymore, too. That's what I thought. I was like, hey, if I can be fast on the ground, mm -hmm. rope, you know, rope like I do in the breakaway, there's no reason I shouldn't do it. Yeah, no, it's fun. I know I tried it out for a little bit, but I've... My ankles are so bad, they give out on me. I've injured them a few times from spraining them. So, it's yes. not really in the cards for me. But it is so much fun. Like, shoot. Some of the girls are so much better than the guys. I hate saying that. I know. But... I know it. Oh, yes. We should have a, we should get some matches going on. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Equinity Horse XL and Equinity Ultimate OEC helps keep horses' bodies in the best shape possible when competing and going down the road. The amino acids in Equinity products help horses both at home and on the road. Horses recover faster and overall have healthier coat and hoof quality. Equinity products are a go-to for a solid supplement foundation for all horses at any stage of life, no matter what their job is. Equinity Horse XL is made up of 100% pure amino acids specifically formulated to give the body what it needs in order to promote repair at the cellular level. The Equinity Ultimate OEC is a flaxseed-based omega-3 with natural vitamin E and colloidal silver all-in-one, which makes for a very powerful antioxidant, helps neutralize free radicals, and helps to reduce inflammation. For more information, please visit www.teamequinity.com. That is www.teamequinety.com. So the pros. Now, who do you look up to? I mean, you were you're preaching. You're doing great. That I always think like the JJ. JJ is the one niner. Like she's always yes. fast. Like who she... are the pros that you're looking up to? Or who do you watch uh, a lot and kind of do you, do you watch these ladies and like pick up pieces that they do? Yes, I'll I'll take and watch and I'll be like, mm, you know, that looks, you know, that looks right. I mean, why, you know, sometimes you're like, why am I not doing that? Mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> why am I, you know, you're like, what, what is wrong with me? That, that's what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> but. Um, I look up to, again, like you said, JJ, yes. I mean, she reaches, it's, if you're not first, you're last almost yep. basically it's, she's going first every time. And I've heard her say it. She's like, I'm going, I don't care. You know, I'm going to try to win it every time. Yeah. I said, I, I believe, I mean, if you're not doing that, what are you roping for? Mm -hmm. You know, and 
I mean, I really like Jackie. Her loop's almost perfect every time. You know, and you can always hear that zip and that crisp. Uh-huh. You know, it's her pulling that slack. And I really look up to those two ladies because one is super, super fast, like all the time. Uh-huh. And the other one is always looking at, like, perfection with her loop. And yeah. Perfection scoring. So I look up to Jackie and JJ with those two different things. Gotcha. Yeah, no, they they definitely, it's funny too, you know, everyone has different styles. Um, yes. So it, it's, it is nice that you can pick apart people's ropings and pick out what they do differently and kind of try to see if you can match it. Right, for sure. Yeah. Now, how do you feel, you know, there's so many elite young ropers coming in, you know, like you, yourself, um, and then there's, you know, that top name, Madison Uthier, you know, there's the Aspen Millers. All these young girls are coming into the scene, too. Did you right. you compete against them? You know, how is that elite level of, you know, the teenagers on up? Because you have, you know, the veterans that have been doing this forever. Oh, yeah. And now you have the young group coming in, and you are oh. young. You're in that group, you know. How is yes. it in that set? Oh, man, I've been competing against them since we were, like, I don't know, in jun- like not even junior high, I've been competing against them. Yeah. And it's great to see the, the industry just blooming and having great ropers come up. And, you know, you know the sport's not going to die because there are so many young girls being inspired and starting to pick up more ropes than run around cans, yeah. which is great. I feel like it's it's a great opportunity for them, for these girls to have this kind of opportunity to even just – rope calves in the same setting as just like the other events and have an equal payout at Mm -hmm. some it's a great opportunity yeah now i know we've been talking a lot about practicing and you know being able to learn from people um this this podcast is called the breakdown the breakaway breakdown um and i love asking everyone who's been on the podcast what is something within your roping or your mental game box work, like whatever it is, what are you breaking down right now? Like, what are you working on? I am specifically working on my reaching more than ever. And I know I have it, Mm -hmm. but I just have never consistently reached. It's just been like, sometimes it's a Hail Mary, you know, Mm -hmm. but I'm really, I know I have the range. I just have to put it to use and learn how to make that be a consistent shot with my wrench. And I feel like I'm starting to get it down. Odessa was good. It was great. Mm -hmm. And I'm just trying to really replicate that run anywhere I go and try to make it even faster. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, what do you do, like, in the practice pen to find that confidence and find that range? So, I don't always ride my good horses Mm -hmm. and – I will sometimes ride basically something that really don't know what's going on. And I'll really make sure like I'm telling my horse exactly what I want. Cause if you ride something that doesn't know mm-hmm. what it's doing, then you have to make sure, you know, where you want to be in what spot, what do you want to see coming out of the box? It's just really, I think it's great riding young horses that don't necessarily know what's going on yet mm-hmm. that so you can put them how you want them and that really helps you ride your good horse and if you want to reach on some that's great you know really keep them 
up underneath you, don't let them shut you out. I feel like it's great to ride horses that don't necessarily have their job as a breakaway horse. Mm -hmm. I think it's great for horses to do everything and for them to do multiple events to keep their mind, always wanting to try to figure out what you're asking from them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Oh, yeah. Obviously, like we said, you you accomplished that. You did that at Odessa. Um, and I hope for you, too, you know, you're working on it. You can keep it up. That's definitely a definitely a challenge. Um, yes. And, it, you know, and that's what one thing. It, it, it doesn't just depend on your roping ability. You know, it's luck of the draw. Yes. The score. Definitely. You know, all the little bits and pieces that make a run. Right. And your horse. I mean, yeah. I mean. You ain't riding a good horse, it probably won't work out at this level. Yeah, and, you know, speaking of this level, what, you know, last year, what was your favorite rodeo you went to? Um, my favorite rodeo was probably Pendleton, because I don't know what it is, but I can, I really can judge, because we went to a rodeo in Primeville that was just like Pendleton earlier in the year. Okay. So, I did really good there as well as scoring. I really liked that setup because it felt really cool to be able to judge a calf, mm-hmm. you know, however, 12, 13 foot away from you. So, you could get out. And it was it was really fun. And I rode Taco there as well. Uh-huh. And he performs great underneath, whether it be Pendleton or, you know, Odessa, like really fast versus not and you know speaking of that those are two completely different setups you know you have your long scores and your short scores what are you what's your what's your favorite um i really like walking fresh setups Mm -hmm. like walking fresh calves i love i like seeing them you know a lot of like basic uh some daylight behind them and just go get them and your horse is just it feels amazing because when they don't move in the chute you know they just gotta sit there Mm-hmm. and wait for you to tell them to leave and it's great for them to be in your hand and I really really like that feeling of them just waiting and then you just let them go and it's just great I like walking fresh setups yeah those are those are a lot of fun yes definitely a lot of fun well and then hauling you know what is what does it take to kind of, is your horse an easy keeper, stay sound, or do you do anything special, you know, when you are on the road to help your horse stay comfortable and working good? Both my horses are very easy to keep. They, they're they great haulers, but I will, if it's super long, I'll put soft rides on uh-huh. them. Oh, yeah, got to plug soft ride. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always. I'll wrap their legs either with PHTs or backbone tracks and, you know, have all these different array of liniments choosing mm-hmm. between which one's which. Or, and then we have the pro mats in our trailer, which helps, Yeah, you know, with them not having as harsh or standing basically on concrete the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I keep hay in front of them. They may have a, a, you know, like a PHT sheet on them or, back on track blanket i try to help them as much as possible uh-huh. that way i'm giving them the best opportunity for them to give me their all gotcha yeah definitely that's what people are, you know which everyone's really good at it anyone going down the road but it's like that's one thing it's like you need to realize that you're not the only athlete backing in right. the box 
So you right. got to make Definitely. sure you're you're ready. You got to make sure your horse is feeling good. It, there's a lot more to breakaway roping than you, you know meets the eye. <laughs> yes, it's a lot more than backing into the box and going. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, and rookie year. How do you feel your rookie year last year has set you up? in being prepared for 2022? I think it was a great experience. You know, I really only went to half the rodeos everybody else went to. And Mm -hmm. I ended up 30th in the world. And I think it was a great experience, you know, getting to go. And, man, I almost made it in the short round in Pendleton. Mm -hmm. And Cheyenne was a great experience. My horse didn't know what to think about (laughs) it. but, (laughs) But he was a little, what are we doing? Yeah. But it's great because, you know, when you go back next year to all these rodeos, you're like, okay, I know what this is. I know how to prepare my horse. I know how to prepare myself mm-hmm. and use whatever rope. And you're just, you're a lot more prepared than just going, oh, we're going, oh, we're going to here. You know, I, I hope this is, you know, how it goes. <laughs> you're like, I already know what's going to happen. You mm-hmm. know, the calves, you know, you never know with those yet. But most of the time, they're good. And you just... You're, you know how to prepare your horses and prepare yourself a lot better. Yeah, definitely. Now, what are you looking forward to most this year? As in where I'm going or? Yeah, that you know, rodeos. Where, where are you headed that you're kind of, you're amped up to be headed oh, to? I'm super excited. I'm going to Fort Worth this weekend after my college rodeo. Nice. And then, of course, San Antonio's coming up. I'm in that, too. Mm-hmm. And Houston. I I mean, these three big indoor rodeos, are. I'm super excited. You know, I'm doing my best. You know, if, if it goes good, that's great. If it doesn't, then you know it's a learning experience for next time. Yeah. And are you doing anything, like, how's your mental game? I feel like it's doing great. I, you know, there's always something to improve with mm-hmm. anything you do and just really, it's like everybody really says, it's one calf at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, just go back to your basics. Do what you know how to do. Don't change anything, you know. You know, ride your horse and see what you got to see. Mm-hmm. And then you go and do your job and what you've been practicing for, you know, for however long, you know, weeks, months. Been preparing for what you you're going for you know and you just can't put a ton of pressure on yourself because most of the time it will not work out yeah oh yeah and I know that Mm because I would do that to myself I would work myself up and it was just not good you just overthink it and now now I'm just like you know it's 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 a calf Mm -hmm. it's a run it's no different than making a practice run at home Mm -hmm. and with that, it has helped me so much. It's just like, it's just another run. You know, if it goes good, that's great. If it doesn't, you know what to do next time. Yeah. So I feel like that's a great kind of way to think about it. Yeah, no, I like that a lot. Um, it, Do you have to do anything special? Like, do you read any books, listen to anything that's motivational? Or are you just pretty pretty level-headed with everything? Um, I would say I'm pretty level-headed, and mm-hmm. I will sometimes call uh, Larry mm-hmm. or some some of the people that have helped me very much. So, and just they'll just talk to me and just be like, you know, go do what you do. I mean, yeah. why would you want to change or be nervous? You know, 
it just you know what you got to do you're you're riding the horse that you know that's going to be okay there mm-hmm. and I was you know it just kind of brings you back and just you're like okay why was I even nervous why yeah. was I even and it's great to have those people in your corner definitely yeah that's a our our big thing you know for on the breakaway roping journal is like your elite inner circle which yes. everyone needs to have that, you know, they help you. They definitely bring you back to earth when you're, when you're a little chaotic. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> oh man. Well, Bailey, that was awesome. I, I am so excited to see what you do this year. The man, I'm, I'm so pumped for you. This is awesome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, yeah, I think that's probably it. Thanks for um, thanks for letting me call you and take up time in your day to be on the podcast. For sure. Uh, anytime. Thank you, Bailey, for being on the podcast. You guys, go ahead, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts at and let us know what episodes you're loving, what you want next, what you're not loving, what we can work on. We want to know. We're new. And we're just getting started. Don't forget, this episode is brought to you by Equinity.